The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Subscribe now at rockfm.co.uk. You're right, podcasters. It's uh, Adam Catterall here from the Adam at Breakfast show on 97.4 Rock FM. You already know that because you're downloading the podcast every week. Like the man said just then, get it subscribed so then we can get ourselves in the charts on iTunes. You know how it works by now. Uh, now then, this week, um, we're going to be changing our ways. That's right, we're going all PC after a complaint by the boss. We're going to be discussing uh, parental actions when it comes to discipline. They're a bit crazy. We'll get to that later on. Dave Spikey drops in a couple of weeks back. We'll hear from him as well. First of all, though, I think it's only fair to take a look back at this week's Nevermind the Buzzercock. Coming on to Friday's show, it was 1-1. The loser had a massive forfeit to do. I'll tell you exactly what that is. Well, now, let's go and have a listen. The Adam at Breakfast Podcast. Never mind, buzzer, cock. Right, there's a forfeit knocking about with this, which is ridiculous. The loser of today's game will be jumping out of a plane tomorrow. <sighs> mm. I thought if I give you more time, you'd just bottle it, so tomorrow it is. Tomorrow, <laughs> brilliant, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, let's get my reigning champ back on from yesterday. Managed to pull a point back from me. It's Mark from Blackman. He's a pharmacist. Morning, mate. Morning, Adam. Are you all right? Yes, I'm very well. Now, I just want to express the severity of this forfeit. I'm not a heights man whatsoever. I'm not the type of geezer that goes readily jumping out of a plane, pal. I want you to take that on board. Obviously, answer the questions thoroughly and clearly, and let's get this done. All right, mate? Yeah, no problem. Good man. Right, let's find out who's playing for the girls. Right, Elizabeth, she's from Oral. She's 29. She's an accounts clerk in Chorley, and her specialist subject is Sex in the City, The Trials and Tribulations of Carrie Bradshaw. Really? Yeah. Morning, Elizabeth. Morning. New film for that's coming out soon, 28th of May, I believe. Yes, can't wait. Yes. How are you this morning, Elizabeth? Fantastic. What are you up to today? Out and out? Uh, throwing you off of a plane. Oh! <laughs> Good answer. Somebody thinks they're a bit clever, like, you know what I mean? Well, we'll see, we'll see. Shall we begin? I'm a, no, I'm actually, this is the most nervous I've ever been. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting you feeling off. a little bit. Well, let's crack yeah. on. Mark, as reigning yeah. champion, you go first. When Adam buzzes in with your sound... Have we got some new sounds? It's a new sound. It combines two things. See if you can work them out. Okay. That's Mick Hucknell. Mick Hucknell being a ginger and falling from the star. Well done, well done. You must answer the question correctly when that goes, Mark, or the point will go to the girls. Elizabeth, same goes for you when Gemma buzzes in with this sound. <laughs> you must answer funny. the question correctly or the point will go to the boys. There's no shouting out, no conferring, and it's the best of five, so first to three wins. Let's do it. <laughs> Are you ready? Yep. No, yes. not really. <laughs> question one is from the category TV. It was revealed yesterday as part of the ITV phone-fixing scandal that pine-sized Geordie Funsters, Ant and Deck, were wrongly given the People's Choice Award at the British Comedy Awards in 2005. Which comedian should have won? Mark? Uh, oh, was it Catherine Tate? Catherine Tate. Ding, ding, ding! Is correct. It's 1 0 to the boys, and Gemma's just gone up a few thousand feet there. A little bit closer. As if you didn't know that, Gemma, you look like a. Shut up. (laughs) Question two. From my favourite category, births, deaths and marriages. 59 today, this TV presenter and actor is most commonly remembered for presenting You Bet and Star from the... Ah, That's Mark again, Mark. I think it was um, Matthew Kelly. Matthew Kelly. Come on. 
is also correct. It's 2 0 to the boys. Gemma, you're hovering at about 8,000 feet it. now. Elizabeth, 8, I'm sorry, feet. right, we've got to get this. I suggest yeah, you buzz in. I suggest you buzz anyway. Question three is from the category sport. Right, I'm just buzzing no matter what. No, Here we go. don't. Yes. The Premier League title will be decided this weekend, and as we know by now, Man United play Wigan with their destiny in their own hands. Mm. But which former United player... <laughs> Throw Gemma out of the plane. What's the answer? You didn't finish the question. Just where I got up um, to. Which former United player? Steve Bruce. Yes! 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 It's correct. I tried, I tried, I tried. It's all right, Elizabeth, because you can go and sit on your sofa now. You'll be fine, Gemma. You're going at 14,000 feet tomorrow and That's being pushed out. I really wanted him to do it. You lost. Elizabeth, thank you very much for playing. Goodbye. Thank you, thank you. Bye. Unbelievable. Do you know something? My heart is going so fast, it's ridiculous. Marco. Yeah. Legends. Good man. We'll see you Monday morning, sunshine. No problem at all. See I might weekend. not, might not still be here. <laughs> see you, mate. See you later. All systems go. Go. The Adam Breakfast Podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam Breakfast. <sighs> Got to do an apology at this moment in time. Reason being, Ross just reminded me of something that happened in a meeting yesterday after yesterday's show, all right? Me and Ross went to a meeting with our boss, Tony Gay, and uh, he told me that I have a potty mouth, basically. He says that I use certain words on the wireless that are unacceptable. Gemma, you did. And uh, in the last half an hour, I have used one of those words, uh, so I'd just like to apologise to the Northwest. Um, I'm going to be cleaning up my act very, very shortly, and you will not hear those words on the radio again. And in fact, Ross has now taken drastic measures to avoid you hearing those words uh, on the radio. So I do apologise for the words that I'm being used. If you're, just, if you're actually interested in the words uh, that uh, I use on a regular basis, uh, Ross, are, are you, is your little toy there ready? Have fingers on the button. Fingers on the buzzer for the certain words that I'm not allowed to use on the radio. Uh, words like b and dog poo and bloody and arse. There you go. I'm not allowed to use any of those words. So we will be cleaning our act up um, over the foreseeable future. <clears throat> Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Adam at Breakfast on Rock FM. Isn't it a sunny day? I like sun. Do you like sun? Why don't you send me a text message this morning on 63103 and tell me what you're having for breakfast? I had Cocoa Pops, you know. Ooh, that monkey. He really is a card. What did you have, Ross? Toast. What did you have, Ross? Toast, Adam. Yes. Did I you have, have jam and marmalade? Yes. How good is marmalade? It's orangey and ooh, so good. Yes. What did you have for breakfast, Gemma? Dog poo. What? I weren't in the meeting, was I? <laughs> Do what I want. How did you get away with saying dog poo <laughs> on the radio? Will you stop it with that buzzer? Why can't I say them words? That's ridiculous. Sorry. As I said, weren't in the meeting. Two of my strikes have gone, still got one left. <laughs> Unlike you. 
<laughs> Stop it! For anyone who's just joined us, this is the Adam proving the point. <laughs> this is the new PC Adam at breakfast. Coming up shortly, we're going to be telling you how you can win £1,000 on the £1,000 song. <laughs> he sounds like the bear off Bo Selector. You're disturbing me. Mm-mm. I think only at this point of the show we should go to the phones and find out what lovely, delectable people are listening to the show this morning. You know, the type of people that we're looking forward to be. Oh, listeners, good morning. It's Beverly from Wigan, everybody. Beverly from Wigan. What have you got to say? I know. What's his head in the ass? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you very much for coming on and winding me up. I'm not allowed to say those words. I can't repeat, sadly, what you've just said. Otherwise, oh, I get told off. I'm going repeat it for you. Yeah, yeah, Gemma can say what she wants, like, you know what I mean? It's even better if you do it, because obviously you're a, a consumer of the show, you can get away with whatever you want, as long as it's not really potty mouth, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's, yeah, they're f***ing the All right, we get the picture, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> See you, Bev. <laughs> All systems go, go. The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Uh, now then, uh, other day I were in Asda. And I saw something that I haven't seen for some time. Obviously, we live in a different world now. It's a bit more PC, and a lot of people do make comments on people disciplining the children. To an extent, totally agree with you. You don't see mums and dads smacking the bottoms of their children anymore. All right? However, in the Asda the other day, I saw something that actually did make me giggle. Now, I know what you're thinking. Adam, what you're laughing at? Somebody smacking the kid. No, no, no. The kid wasn't five or six or seven years of age. The child in question was comfortably... Comfortably mid-teens, 15, 16, maybe even 17 years of age, right? It was in that, you know, when you get to that age, lads and lasses of that age, you don't want to go to Asda with your mum, do you? You want to be at home on your PSP or whatever, messing about, hanging out with your mates, round spa or whatever you want to be doing. You don't want to be dragged round Asda, getting told to go up aisle number 12 to go and get some cooked chicken, do you? You don't really want to be doing it. Now, obviously, little Jimmy, or whatever his bumming name was, had stepped out of his line, and his mum had thrown a toys out at Pramadim, right? Why do mums do this? Only mums will be able to answer this question. When disciplining your kids, when, you know, tanning the legs or whatever, why do you shout at them or say something to them in the rhythm of the slap? For example, right, little Jimmy's there. He's like an episode of The Matrix. He's doing the limbo. His legs are, t- <laughs> his legs are two yards in front of his shoulders trying to get out the way of this slap, right? And his mum's got hold of his, got hold of his shoulder... And she's wafting at him, going, Stop! What you doing? Stand up straight. Will you stand up straight? When you get home, you're good, grounded, all to the rhythm of the slap. So every slap that comes in, it's like, Stop! What you doing? <laughs> stand up. Stop wiggling. That's like asking Mike Tyson. That's Mike Tyson in the ring saying to you, Listen, can you just stand still while you go bopping? The kid's not going to stand still, is he? Why do mums do that? I think only mums can answer that. Why don't you just tell them off when you say, stop what you're doing, and when you get home, you're grounded, and then give them a clip round here? Why have you got to say it and slap at the same time? In the rhythm. Stop. What? Come here. Chasing them round bloody fruit and veg. Crazy. Why do mums do that? Get in contact. 01772 my mum never kind of did that with me. Your um, mum never tanned your legs. You were a no, badden. No, she did threaten. She had a, a bamboo stick in the air in court. What? Right? <laughs> no, she, but it, she always threatened the stick, but she never, I have to say, this, she never used it. It was just a threat, but she used to do the count. The count? Yeah. Go, go on, to bed. It was usually bedtime. Get to bed. No, I don't want to. Don't make me count to three. Oh, oh. Get to bed now. I don't want to. One. Yes. Two. Okay. 
two and a half, <laughs> two and three quarters, <laughs> three, yeah! <laughs> and then she used to chair you up the stairs with a slipper, but never actually hit you with a slipper. Yeah. She used to hit the stairs with a slipper. <laughs> yeah, the monsters come in. Award winning Adam at Breakfast on Rock FM. <laughs> Obviously, I saw that kid in the uh, in the supermarket the other day getting slapped to the rhythm of his mum's beat. Come here, stand up straight, type of attitude, slapping and giving it all that type of malarkey. Tremendous. I think it's the threat. Gemma's threat of the counts. That's brilliant. Walking over towards the naughty cupboard where she keeps the bamboo stick, as if your mum's got a bamboo stick. <laughs> it was what it was, you know, in the garden, like to keep a plant up. With she'd wrap wire she around to, it. Th- Listen, the plant had died, so she was. She ended up with this bamboo stick, and I think I was probably being a horror, like I was when I was little that day. So she just put it as a threat. It was always a deterrent in the airing cupboard. But as she walked towards the airing cupboard, no, please don't get the stick, mum. She never that. used the to. slipper. Used to be dad's. He used to be <laughs> sat there watching his programs, reading his newspaper with specs on there, loving it. He's got his slippers on. I'm jibbing up in corner. He tells me to buzz off. I do that. <laughs> buzz off. Why do kids do that? Bzzz, getting on cocky. Next thing you know, he's up. Slippers off in his hand and he's chasing me upstairs. <laughs> the best one ever, right? It's like your mum used to give you a right rollicking, right? And then she couldn't cope anymore. And then the deterrent that was always in my house was, you just wait till your dad gets home. Through gritted teeth. She always used to do it, you just wait. Wait till your dad gets on. Why, what's he going to do? Is he going to stab? He's going to kill me? What's going on? <laughs> you just wait. Eh? You wait. Uh, and then you used to sit there absolutely dumping it, didn't you? They're agreeing with you as well. Craig and Blackburn and Lindsay and Wigan both agree with you. They used to hate it, the wait till your dad comes home line. Why? What, why? What's dad going to do? And then when dad comes in, he's had a hard day at work. He can't be bothered. He just laughs. <laughs> sits down on oh, his tea, doesn't he? Love. He's like going, what have you been doing today? Uh, 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 <laughs> your mum's like, I am at the end of my well, stop giving your mum jip because she's giving me jip, all right? And that was the end of that. That was it. So it's not really that scary. Unbelievable. Let's go to the phones. Morning, love. What have you got for me? Uh, my dad used to have a big leather belt hung at the back of the bedroom door. Right. And if we started messing about, because me and my sister were only 12 months in us, he'd come in the room, take the leather belt off the back of the door, fold it in half and all both halves, push it into the middle so it made a big circle, and then pull it tight so it made a big thwacking noise. <laughs> it used to terrify the life out of us. <laughs> But never actually, he's never actually hit you with it, has he? Right? He just used to, ch- he just used to chase you around the room with it or whatever, just to scare yeah, you a little bit. Yeah, he used to just start pulling it and making it make a big thwacking noise and frighten the lads out of us. We got straight in bed. <laughs> What's your name, my love? It's Sharon from Sandish. Sharon, have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. I think everybody's well, mum, yeah, definitely, definitely going through that. Good morning, Rock FM. Hi, yeah. Hi, love. Um, deterrent for children. Yes. Um, tell Emma she's not the only one. My mum used to have a bamboo stick as well. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was it? What is the craze? Are you from Chorley as well? Is it a Chorley thing? Is that what's going on? The bamboo stick? I, I lived in Adlington, yeah, Chorley. Oh! <laughs> was it? Um, but she also used to have, you know, the slippers with a hard sole? Yeah. They're the, use those as oh, well. they're the worst ones. The hard they, soles. They're not slippers. Like they're, sh- they're shoes. <laughs> yeah, they used to really, really hurt. And I was a horrible child, me. I was really bad. I, I, think, was, a, I was a little boy when I was a girl. Were you really? When I was a little girl, yeah. I think that's a whole I different show. Out. That's for Jeremy Kyle, that. I think we'll <laughs> leave that alone, shall we? <laughs> I fell out of more trees than half the boys on my street, so uh, <laughs> I spent most of my childhood in hospital with broken legs. <laughs> Are you all right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought I was switching on some type of uh, rare illness or something there. Uh, just, just bloody clumsy. <laughs> just walking down the street. Oh, I'm going to go to hospital. All right. Yeah, why not? What's your name, my love? It's Anna. Have a great day, Anna. You too, darling. See you now. Bye-bye. See you, bye. The Adam at Breakfast Podcast. Right, first of all, welcome to uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Dave Spikey. How are you? I'm very well, pal. This is this is a bit of an honour for us. Get out. No, it is seriously. Right. Seriously, we normally interview Muppets. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so it's great. You know what I mean puppets, you know, yeah, like faces and all that. It's great to have you on board for the day. Brilliant it's, for the day. I'm how long am I here? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get you brewing up, washing cars. I hope it's better than this brew. Great, it's shocking that, isn't it? <laughs> Listen, I've always wanted to ask mm. a comedian this: How many times? Um, so let's go for per week. Do people come up to you and say, "Here, here's one for you, Dev." Quite a lot. And usually, yeah, in a pub, night, they go, "Oh," and, and it's difficult because you say, "Well, what do I, if I've heard it?" Because I'm a comedian, it's my job. Do you want me to stop you <laughs> in the middle of it and say, "I've heard it," which will spoil it, yeah. or do you want me to wait for the end and pretend to laugh as if it's a new joke? Because it is. You, Tommy Cooper used to have a great thing. Um, I, I worked with Tom O'Connor a lot. We worked with Tommy Cooper. And you, people used to come along and say that to him after gigs. Tommy, here's one for you. Here's one. And Tommy said, is any good? And they'd say, oh, it's brilliant. And they said, well, don't, let's not waste it on me. Bill, Charlie, Paul, Chris, come here. And he used to get all blokes round him from the bar, stand round and go, go on, tell it now. Pressure on the guys now. <laughs> the guy, so, so this bloke was in a, a butcher. Well, it's not a butcher. It's a green gross. Anyway, so he walks in this shop. <laughs> And Tommy Cooper just used just walk away <laughs> and leave him telling this jokes like a lot of unknown people, strangers, you know. Um, but I get that a lot, and I get um, if I'm an Asda, I get a lot of that. Um, Dave, hey, we're at Black Bin Bags, hey, hey, as if, I'm, and I'm like, I've no idea where they are, mate. They've changed all the aisles round again. <laughs> <laughs> t- take me three circuits, find me staying devil. How many people come and sing that to you? <laughs> That's a different story. She says it's mayonnaise. Um, <laughs> If she's getting it, you're on to a winner. <laughs> if Gemma's giggling away, I like it. Do, do you want to explain what he just said there? Are you all right? It was about stain devil. Right. Stand the pitfall. Do you know when you trying f- to get stains out of upholstery? Do you know when you when you're shopping in a supermarket and you get to the cleaning products, there's always a pot of cottage cheese. You notice that? Yeah, it's like people gets bored. Yeah, people around, get, don't they? they go like Domestos, Seth, Toilet Dog. You know what? Don't want this cottage cheese. They just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> don't they? I live. <laughs> Take it back, you fat guy. <laughs> Too much hard work, that. Yeah. Too much hard work. I've read up that you're uh, you're only writing a couple of new TV shows at the moment. I've got one in with the BBC that's got all the way through to the last round, so I'm touching all the wood. And, Is but, that the footy one? No, unfortunately. No, that's been knocked back now. Get out! And, that um, sounded awesome. Well, it, I'm trying to get funding for a film. There's a, I did a teaser with, uh, you know, like a ten-minute trailer, and Shane Meadows directed it hmm. for me. And, um, and we now, we've looked at it again, and Shane's film company who, make it, who made his last film the one that won a BAFTA they're saying it should be a film really so we're trying to get funding for a film so you know how difficult that that's is that's for Sunday League football yeah thing. so about Sunday, I'm just I'm just intrigued by I played Sunday League football for years and Saturday as well and uh, I play for, for teams that had doctors and lawyers in them and you know builders plasterers scallies with the same team <laughs> is, is, that an, is that a job now is it yeah, being a yeah, scally that it. And, and, only, and you know they would never mix socially those people would they you know and only because they wouldn't be in the same social sphere sort of yeah, thing yeah. but then as soon as they get on that perk pitch on a Sunday morning you know and, and showers are frozen and it's pitches hard and they get that shit on they become a band of brothers don't they they, they die for each other and I like that old dynamic of those sort of characters you said that you played a bit of Sunday League and what yeah. have you Still play, my age. Seriously? No, I play five aside. I play at JGB in, in Blackburn every Sunday. Seriously? Yeah. I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Indoor, what's that? Five aside, the sevens are you playing there? It's fives, yeah. What's it's your name of your team? Um, 
it, it's, called, it's just changed because uh, the pub's moved. Well, the pub's not moved, obviously. The landlord's <laughs> moved. Um, it's called the Millstone, I think. I oh, were playing for Sportsman's Arms, yeah, with Division 3. You're going to get an inventive name on that, you see. Well, what? Well, I've, I've come up with a few. How have you? This is one fear of what we were talking about earlier on, you see. Uh, I've got some for you, Dave. Come on, then. These are cracking, right? We've all heard of, like, Into Your Mum and all that type of stuff. As, as your fantasy football team now. Oh, yeah, dear. yeah. However, listen you, stop it. I've come up... There's a few different ways of obviously coming up with your pub team name. Mm. Like, you could refer to something of where you live, like uh, Spartak Moss Side yeah. and stuff like yeah, that, that's all good. that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Go after your, uh, your uh, favourite band, the favourite song, like Champagne Super Robbers. There's a good one for you, <laughs> eh? What are you two... Not th- just, it's good. I'm loving it. Do you want to know who my dad's is? Right, my dad's yeah. very similar to you. He plays the old five-a-side mm-hmm. and one of your wee's pals. And he does it for social reasons. Right. Real sociable dads. <laughs> how good's that? <laughs> that is excellent. That's cracking. <laughs> Real sociable dads. <laughs> Playing slippers. No training, just slippers. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best one. Real sociable dads. <laughs> now, obviously, after working on Phoenix and it winning so many ridiculous amount of awards within oh. the comedy circuit, do you find a lot of pressure now when you're writing stuff like the Sunday League football stuff? Or not, not really, because I enjoy it so much. And I worked in the health service for 30 years. This is all a breeze, this, really. You know, I mean, to change tack and change directions to be paid for something you enjoy really really enjoy yeah. doing it's no pressure really you know you sometimes you dry up and you, you know you're looking for inspiration you think oh that's i'm finished i can't think but you know the day after it starts coming again sort of thing so no not really i mean stand-ups pressurized because especially preston on saturday because it's like a home game really yeah and you think that that that's good well it is good but then again you've got to raise your game haven't you? you've got to perform because it's it's your own it's your own town really you know well do, you, well, do your friends and family still come watch it on stand-up tour or not no some of them do yeah my kids come uh, but they only come like once in a tour and uh my missus comes with me but she sits in dressing room and does a what, Nintendo DS? <laughs> brain age! <laughs> my brain age is 28. Do you mind? I'm working. Like. <laughs> Front side of stage. <laughs> so that dancing, 28! <laughs> I'm getting younger. Come on. Well, it's not just my mum obsessed with yeah. Nintendo DS. Oh, she is. Oh. Mental. Bonkers. <laughs> how, do, how do kids take it like, with comedy? Because everybody, like, for example, my dad ain't funny. Well, he is. To laugh at, you know what I mean? <laughs> they just, I don't know, because it sort of grew, it happened quite slowly. And I, as I keep saying, I went to the hospital and they sort yeah. of got used to it step by step. It's just, just dad, isn't it? You know, it's just like go down and have a laugh, really. They, I mean, I think they enjoy it. Well, they do enjoy it, but, you know, it's uh, they don't go mad about it, really. How's, uh, how's this tour gone so far then? Oh, it's brilliant. It's it's my best one, this. I would say that because I'm flogging tickets, aren't I? <laughs> but no, it is. It's um, my first two. The overnight success and living the dream. They were like material that I'd amassed over ten years of working yeah. on the club circuit, and I've had to start from scratch on this one. It's like a band thing, isn't it? The first album, first two albums, yeah. sound, and then your third one. It's a it's a worry, but I think because I've had to write it from scratch, and because um, it's all f- still fresh, even I change it every night. Yeah. Something else occurs to me, and no matter where I am in the country, I always try and look at local stores. I was in Hull Saturday night. I was in Hull. Never mind. Of course, I know. <laughs> Went to Hull and back, um, and John Prescott's from Hull. And he's obviously, he was in the news last week with this bulimia. John Prescott's got bulimia. Yeah, right. He's not just a greedy pig, isn't he? No, he's a greedy pig. When you eat too much, you just throw up, don't you? We all do that, don't we? So he's there, right. Um, and he's from Hull. And there's a letter in the local paper, seriously. So I got the paper on. I always bring the paper on stage. And, uh, and it said, uh, well done to John Prescott, a member of parliament, for, um, for, you know, all this about his bulimia, you know, and... That, and I, I just think that he should have brought it up at the time. Oh, hey. uh, and it was. Uh, and it was <laughs> <laughs> but 
but it was a serious letter in the paper, and I'm like looking at it thinking, are they joking or not? But it was written in such a tone that I'm sure they weren't even thinking of that, you know. But like, some great stories, aren't there? Some great stories round here. It's a, oh, it's, it's cracking around there, pal. You know. Absolutely cracking. Did you see the bloke who was, uh, can't mention the prison, but he was smuggling cocaine into the prison about his person. He was a big fat lad, big fat lad. And the headline was, Flab Conceals Crack. That's just brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> That's just genius. It is gold. <laughs> hey, somebody must sit there in, in local rag going, I know, I've got one. I've got one for you, lads. Comedy gold. <laughs> but then there's other ones that are just a mistake. There was an announcement in, I think it was Charlie Citizen, and it was a WRVS meeting, and it simply said, pensioners make lovely rugs. <laughs> And you know what they mean, obviously. You know what they mean, but you know, there's, there's ways of putting it, aren't there? <laughs> I know a village hall at the moment, so we just put a sign on the door that says, Weight Watchers meeting, please use double doors at the side. <laughs> Is that legit? Yeah, yeah. That's real. But, and they've not thought, I mean, they've not thought the context of where it's up, you know. Because I am, I'm, I'm obsessed with signs. I'm a, I'm a bad driver because of it. I'm just constantly distracted by signs, you know, like, you know that sign, there's a sign as you go out of Preston there and it says, new road layout, please use both lanes. It don't mean it, does it? <laughs> <laughs> but if you try it, they get really hot off at you behind you. <laughs> I'm just following instruct and you. <laughs> I've got a little bit of a test here for you now. Uh-huh. Um, before I move on to some serious stuff, because we have got some, we do do a bit of serious on well here, done. you know. Yeah, yeah. Every credit. Um... I saw that you've got the highest score ever on Celebrity Mastermind. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And it was the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. It was really, really scary. Full on, in chair yeah. and everything. You're there, in chair, and lights go down. You think I'm a stand-up. I go on stage on my own in front of thousands of people. I can do this. And then that music, da, 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 da. Oh, and you get the old... What were you specially subject when you went on? Human blood. You used to work in the hematology department, yeah, yeah. didn't you? That's right. There you go, you see. Yeah. Knowledge is the bomb. I thought Daniel's tell me then, I had some blood tests done at hospital yeah. last week. How long does it take for the results? Um, it depends what sort of blood tests they were, really. Five in tubes. No, I know. What, <laughs> what were you being tested for, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to say out radio. Genius, <laughs> isn't you? <laughs> I wanted to make the comment there, but I thought, no, I'll leave it. <laughs> Perfect opportunity. But I do this thing at the end of the show. Uh, this happened while I was dried. I was, I was listening to I got iTunes on my laptop. Party shuffle. I'm a modern man. And... Um, <laughs> And I was listening to just random stuff, and I just started listening to song lyrics. Yeah, yeah. And um, I've written a whole show, basically, and, but I just do 15 minutes at the end of the show just based on the stupidity and the nonsensicalness of, of song lyrics. Because the one I was listening to was The Feeling, I Love It When You Call. Right, right. Which is just rubbish. It's, lovely, <laughs> it's a great song, but I love it when you call, I love it when you call, I love it when you call, but you, but never, you never call at all. <laughs> Why do you know you love it then? <laughs> Why, why, did he, why did they do that? Why didn't they just say, but you barely ever call, or you hardly call at all? Or, it's easy, isn't it? <laughs> there's loads of them. Thin Lizzy, tonight there's going to be a jailbreak somewhere in this town. Oh, I wonder where. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere. Oh, no. Greg's. I've no idea. I'm, I'm new around here, Phil. I'll follow you. <laughs> We're gonna, I'm going to change the special subject from okay. blood. All right. We're yeah. going to go down... Um, Lanc- Lancashire words. Right. And I want you the PC English meaning of them. If that's all right with you. Yeah. Sound. Yeah. Got some drawn on that, you see. Got some drawn there. You ready for this? Yeah, go on. We've got a full minute on this now. Full minute. First word. Clemped. Oh, I'm clemped. <laughs> <laughs> it means. Is, is that. <laughs> clemped. 
Is that when you've got one leg shorter than another? <laughs> <laughs> Look at him, he's a bit clemped. <laughs> well, that's, that, I don't know. Could be, you could use that in does certain mean, parts. Does it maybe. mean clemped? Does it mean hungry? Yeah, it does. Like? Well done. Hey. Nice yeah. one. Rock and roll, mate. Mm. Um, when your mum tells you to side table, what's she telling you to do? To what? Side table. Side table? I don't know, clear it up. Good man, easy. Sozzled. Drunk, innit? Yeah, every time. If you're in pub, this one, mm. and you're having a game of Arras. Yeah, yeah, darts. Yeah, darts on that. If you're in Wigan, you're you're in chipping. You're as a Bobby's head. What you ordering? Bobby's head's a steak pudding. <laughs> when you're referring to her indoors, who's her? Why? <laughs> if somebody makes you, if somebody that. makes you a brew like that, and they refer to it as Nat's pee. What yeah. is it? <laughs> it's weak. And yes. Yeah. Uh, if you go up in at summit, what are you doing? Is that stirring with your gobble? Go on. Who's the organ grinder? Who's the organ The one who's in charge. The boss, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If you're going for some scram, what are you doing? Something to eat. Uh, if somebody's up stick? Pregnant. It's too easy, this. You're yeah. rocking and rolling. And if you're asked to wind your neck in? Shut your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Full marks on the old rocks for the master. No wonder you're a top scorer there, pal. I know, well, I've done a bit of research because I lived here all this time. But no. <laughs> <laughs> Babby's head, I love that. I've forgotten about that until you said it. That's and P-Wet as well. Pee-wet, all the same thing. In Wigan, what's the slappy? If you're talking about it in Wigan. A slappy? Yeah. Is it regarding food? Yeah. Is it in a chip shop? No. Um, no, not really. A slappy? I have absolutely no idea. Go on. A slappy is where you get a berm cake, a bap, whatever yeah. you want to call it, wherever you are in the country. Is it a pie? And then you put a pie on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You put the top on it and you just go like that. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? And slap it together, yeah. And Yeah. Unbelievable. Did you know that the, the, there's only holes in the top of meat pies, so Wigan people could pick four up at once? <laughs> Did you know <laughs> It's a four-pack. Sorry for spitting all over you there. We're having a party. Get a four-pack. Come on. Two hands, eight. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you know the funniest thing in the world? Monkey on a bike. <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it? If one rolled through here, no, you <laughs> yourself. <laughs> little monkey in a red and white jumper. Waving. That's on. Tommy Cooper out. Fez well, on. Oh, little Fez. Tiny yeah. little Fez on it. Yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's the funniest thing in the world. Like, you know these people who are off with... with Depression, and they're not really, are they? They're just lazy. Just, yeah, yeah, they are. They're <laughs> oh, yes! Aren't they? Right after my own heart. You're a bit fed up, that's what you are. Oh, I'm depressed again. Oh, again, it comes and goes, does it, you lazy malingering cat? Um, <laughs> well, I do that test for them, I get them in a room. Yeah. When they go for their invalidity benefit, whatever, and I get them in a room and I say, What's wrong with you? And I've got depression, have you? Um, get the monkey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because only only a really depressed person wouldn't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and I just get it. I just get it to ride across. <laughs> Back to work now. <laughs> see, that's your hospital background. You see, you, yeah. you're in with the psychology of all, all the patients. Exactly. They should get you in there. We used to have all. You know, in the labs, we used to have all. all we used to. We didn't want patients to see what we were writing on the notes. We used to use like initials, like T A T T was tied all the time. Um, T F T B was too fat to breathe. <laughs> <And> <laughs> FLK was funny looking kid. Think it, <laughs> patients think it's like a technical thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're coming up with some diagnosis yeah. for them. Tube, totally unnecessary breast examination. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which is always a favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look out for that one, girls. And uh, yeah, loads of them. Yeah. Watch, Too yeah. fat to breathe. <laughs> it's brilliant. That's my favourite one, Mel. <laughs> but there are, we're turning into a nation of fatties, aren't we? Dobbers. I do a lot about dobbers in my site. You know, slobs, fat slobs. I get some hate mail about it, though. Seriously, I get Off the mate. dobbers. Off the dobbers, basically. But um, PC brigade, you see, pal. Well, I know, but you see, the thing is, I'm not getting at big 
fat, like, yeah, if you want to be big and fat, brilliant. Be big and fat, happy. But dobbers are a stage further, aren't they? It's I like the word dobbers. It's, it's a, state a great word. It's a state of mind, though. They're, they're slobs. You know, the chavs, aren't they? They're big, fat chavs, what they are. I saw one the other day. She was that big. She looked like the Kraken. You know, the Kraken. She was that big. She had smaller fat people orbiting her. But, you know, but she didn't, but... <laughs> she was enormous, this girl. And it's always them women who are like, uh, you always see on Jeremy Kyle going, um, yeah, I had a baby, didn't we? We're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nine months, just went to hospital, have a boy lanced. Had a baby. Have a boy lanced. Yeah. No, and I think I think you know that's you know he's got this DNA testing. I think they should test her and the baby. I reckon it's not hers. I reckon she's sort of stuck in a fold when she's been out shopping. <laughs> I mean, she just bumped into a push chair in the supermarket. Bump. Yeah, come out fully clothed. It was lovely. Yeah, yeah, fully clothed, running about already. And there were a canoe as well. Don't worry about that. Canoe. <laughs> DNA test. <laughs> Dave, awesome. Thank you very much for Thank coming you. and having a chat. You can hear all this stuff. It's called again. It's called Best Medicine to her because laughter is the best medicine, which is what my dad always used to say to me, which is why when I was six nearly died with diphtheria. <laughs> yeah. Dad, I can't breathe. Knock, knock. It's not going to work, Dad. Knock, knock. Who's there? Done it. Done a poop. Can I have some antibiotics now? Please. <laughs> cracking. Absolutely cracking. No such word as can't. There is, Dad. I found it in the dictionary. I found it when I was looking up dirty words. It's dirt. <laughs> <laughs> All systems go. Go. The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Right now, though, uh, probably the greatest reason why Gemma D should never, ever drink alcohol ever again. No. Uh, Friday, we had a strategy today. We told you about this on the show on Friday. We all went out. And a wee bit of a strategy today, and we got a little bit tipsy. Well, Gemma did, and Ross did. I didn't. Um, and therefore, Gemma, when she gets like this, gets a little bit ranty. Let me paint the picture of what we've been up to over the last couple of weeks. You know that we're currently running a competition on the show called the £1,000 Song, yes? Well, not our boss, no. Not even his boss. But his boss is his boss is his boss, right? Basically... The big boss. The biggest dude that you could possibly think of within the group of our radio stations asked every breakfast presenter from every radio station to make a video of how to explain winning the £1,000 song. Very simple, all right? Now, you could do it various ways. You could do a factual one. Or, like us, you could try and be funny. Now... We made a decently funny video, we think, didn't we? Yeah. Which is available to go and have a look on, rockfm.co.uk. Uh, and so did other breakfast presenters from around the country. Now, basically, the prize was £500 for the winning team, of which they could do with what they want. We'd already planned uh, our, our winnings. We'd decided that we're going to go on a big night out this Saturday, yep. didn't we? Big nice meal, slap-up job and all that type of stuff. Tremendous. Uh, we were that confident that we were going to win because... We were we actually went last, didn't we? We did our video quite late in the day. We saw everybody else's video. And if we're honest, everybody else from around the country was dog mess. They were really, really rubbish. They were bad. And if you don't believe us, go on YouTube now and just type in £1,000 song and all the videos will come up for you. You can watch them at your free will. Um, now, imagine our surprise on Friday afternoon when we find out we did not win the £500 for having the best video. We were gobsmacked, yeah? Absolutely heartbroken, to be fair. And uh, the big, big boss, a man called Mr King, uh, decided to award the £500 
to Manchester to Key 103, one of our sister stations. He's, a, he's awarded their breakfast show the £500 for having the best video. No, it weren't. It was rubbish. We all thought that it was rubbish. However, Gemma, after Smirnoff Ice, decided to take it one step further, didn't she? Yep. Oh, yes. She went home after uh, work on Friday, drunk, <laughs> decided to get on the email after we w- warned her not to. <laughs> and emailed Mr. King directly. Yes. Um... I'm going to read you the email that she sent, Mr. King, including spelling mistakes, and there will be bleepage in here for potty mouth language. She's annoyed that she's not won the 500 quid for the video. I think we need to set the scene with some music. Are you ready? Yep. Are you embarrassed? Yep. This is true. We're not making this up. This is exactly what she sent to the head of our radio group, to the biggest boss possible. Dear Mr. King, G. I am writing to express my extreme disappointment at your recent decision of the £1,000 Sing video winner. Our brief was to explain just how simple the whole concept of the competition is. I feel that as a team we covered off well, explaining to our listeners just how easy it is to win whilst also creating a video that was fun and entertaining to all watching. And getting covered in spaghetti for the sake of entertainment was all so much fun. <laughs> when we heard you would pick Mike and Chelsea's downright disturbing and shit sound of music video, we were shocked. I don't feel the jat they deserve to win. Plus, they don't need 500 quid anyway. Mike drives a Porsche and Chelsea, well, it's just Chelsea. We really wanted to win so we could all go out and collaborate without worrying about the gas bill that needed paying. (laughs) Credit crunch and all that. Something you won't know about and neither will your overpaid Manchester DJs. Well, anyway, thanks for nothing. Apart from putting your head up Mike's bottom hole, we won't bother doing a video next time. As there's no point in there. <laughs> Regards, Gemma. On behalf of Ross and Adam too. P.S. Spent hours on that video, you know. <laughs> word for word. I'll leave now. Word Bye. for word. You might as well leave now. You're, get, nice. you're gonna get binned. You might as well go now. Adam at breakfast on Rock FM.